At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Welcome to the Author Your Brand Show, guys. I'm so excited to bring on not just one guest, but my chief editor as well, because we're going to be talking about an upcoming book that is probably probably one of the most fascinating stories I've ever had the honor of being involved with. Um, so I'm going to bring on first my chief editor, Jen Malone. Jen, how are you today? I'm doing great. Good. Okay. So I'm going to introduce Mohan. If I if you want to add anything to embellish, not embellish, if you want to add anything to his credentials, you go ahead and chime in here. Um, our guest today is a gentleman who has uh, 15 patents, um, and one of those patents is a little thing you might have heard of. It's called GPS, and he is um, he's worked for every government agency I can imagine. You know, you know NASA, JPL, DoD, a bunch of other ones that I can't maybe can't mention. Um, he's probably he's a rocket scientist, guys. Okay, he's the smartest man in the world. He invented GPS, and we're here to talk today about something he was involved with. It's a little $5 billion company that also started up back in the late 90s um, called stamps.com. And so we're gonna take a very deep dive into the history and challenges and successes he had with this amazing startup. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce to you Mohan Ananda. How are you doing today, Mohan? Thanks, Doug. That was a little bit, uh... You know, I, I I appreciate your kind words, but I think yeah, I I want I'm humbled by those statements. I'm, I'm intrigued with with the next step here. With when the what yeah. you know you you get the six million, but I, I want to get to the USPS saying let's go. That would be the yes. That happened in another about six months. The mm -hmm. USPS said we approve. So that was the celebration for us. Uh, what did you guys do? Well, how'd you celebrate? I mean, you know, just having a few champagne bottle up and things like that. Nothing, no. The most important thing he did, same day, this is the time to go and get the an additional financing. So mm -hmm. we came up with a, a model and said, okay, we are going to raise $30 million. Okay. okay. Thirty. So we hired an investment bank and said, okay, we want 30 million. Can you guys go and put it together? And we still don't have any revenue. No uh, revenue. Yeah, you don't have the product yet. So, yeah. You know, now we want to have, you know, real cash. I mean, yeah. 6 million is good, but it won't last for a long because we are hiring. And mm -hmm. so we said we'll go and raise 30 million. Okay. But within almost two weeks, it was oversubscribed. We had 60 million ready, but we we said we only will take 30. Ah, okay. So can we can you back up on this because this is this is like stage two now, right? We've raised our our yes. six million. We got USPS saying yes, we want to do this. Yes. And so uh, can you give me some details exactly? on, okay, USPS sends you documents saying we want to work with you. Let's go. And then you did your pitch deck change? Yeah, I got approval on this thing. And then who'd you go to for the, the 30 when they offered 60? Yeah, I, I mean, 30 is uh, actually, it's not one person. In yeah. fact, the reason we had oversubscription, Paul Allen decided mm -hmm. to put the 10 million into our 30 million. Okay, for those people who don't know Paul Allen, he is. He's the co 
person with the uh, uh, you know Microsoft. Yes, the people the people who said they're going to go around you years before. Yes, but he did, saying, not, know me. He did yeah. not know me. Right. But if all Island saw it, this is a, a you know a new technology. This is mm -hmm. really good. So it's yeah. they have a fund. Paul Allen mm -hmm. has a bunch of fund. So he right. put ten million. And as soon as they knew Paul is putting money in, uh, then there are not coming. Yeah. So we were oversubscribed, but we only took 10, thirty, and mm -hmm. out of but we did take Paul's money. Yeah. But, so yeah, on the on the thirty Mohan, so you got th thirty is what you wanted. You got sixty offer, but you took thirty of it from Paul and other people. How long was that money good for? And at what point was it going to go to market in that thirty million dollars stream? Okay, that uh, those details are a little complicated, but okay. we always I I believe in I mean in, in my personal life as well mm -hmm. as business, I like to have money in the bank. Yeah. Even though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I am very frugal in mm -hmm. spending, but right. it's nice to have that money because there are many things in life happens. So you need to have that contingency. So I like to have as much cash as possible, if possible, keep it. And then you, you know, do your whatever needs to be done. But one thing did happen. Uh, revenue still is not there because revenue is not from the USPS. USPS doesn't pay a damn thing. We have to find a customer who uses our system, and then we have to get revenue from them. So we had a subscription model. People have to, you know, we have a, if you use our system, that means you can print your own stamps, then, you know, you pay X amount of dollars. So that is the revenue stream. And you have to, to have that in place. That means you need to acquire customer. And customer acquisition is an experience, expense, you know, in itself. So customer acquisition is a, the, the most difficult part for most companies, unless you have a, some a, a relationship with one big company. So most of the time, the, the, the B2B, I mean, I want to distinguish B2B and B2C. The business to business is easier in customer acquisition, even though it may take some time. The B2C is more complicated because it's a consumer, uh, you need to advertise, you have to, you know, you have to spend a lot of money. But ours is partially B2B, and we were also interested in little B2C because consumers use postage. But then obviously later on, we transformed the whole model into a B2B. B2B meaning ours, we have now, just to speak, but over a million customers, and all million customers are businesses. So that's a, of course, when we started, we, we, we didn't have a, one customer. Even so it, it, it takes some time to acquire the, the customer. So there is an, those are so we went through very in details how the, the, the money has to be spent. Of course, the, the primary expense is the labor, research and development. There is an ongoing technology development. Then you have uh, obviously to the marketing and customer acquisition. And of course, as we start acquiring customer, then you have the customer support, how to make sure that you may have to handhold them, make sure that they're you know, uh, uh, enjoying and they're doing the right thing. So th th those are the, you know, in a very simplistic, three basic elements, and you need to have sufficient capital. Eventually, the revenue should be more than all these expenses. Then you are in uh, in a good shape, but we were not there yet. 
for for some time. So that's why we decided to go and get this 30 million. But then what happened was uh, soon after there is this dot com <laughs> type in 1999. So we decided that we will go public. Our revenue, I mean, we had a trickling down, very, very small amount of revenue, but we decided we will go public and raise another $65 million. Okay, hold on a second. You decided to go public in 1999. Correct. Right before the Y2K stuff is all all talking about that point. Correct. That's the Mm -hmm. time we said we'll go public, even though we were not in a typical company. In order to go public, you need to have a certain amount of revenue. But ours is, you know, the way we, we put ourselves we are the, the the great technology revolution here, so we yeah. need. To. So, but in a in in a way, uh, our public market mm-hmm. was. I mean, we didn't want a lot of money, so we only wanted like sixty five. But we got sixty five right away. Okay. Then our stock price started climbing. Mm-hmm. Within six months, we went for a secondary offering. Mm-hmm. We, we went and raised close to 400 or 450 million. Woo! And uh, uh, at the time, about 500 million in the bank. So that was a that wow. was a very very. But I'm not recommending a, 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 the new stuff. No, no, no. But I want to hear about the the um. Where, at what point were you starting to make some revenue, and how did you acquire customers? Those are the the two big questions I have. It's like. All these during these during these fundraisings, right from six to thirty to sixty-five to four hundred, there's some revenue happening somewhere in there. I want to know when that was, and what was your go-to-market plan for acquiring customers? Yes, I think the the of course the way we were starting to acquire customers is primarily from the small businesses who, who use our. You know, there is a customer list we kind of know to some extent because we want transfer or at least change the Pitneybos customers. So there is, you know, Pitneybos have over a million plus customers using the Pitneybos machine. They have to lease the machine and there is a cost associated with that leasing and they have all the, the, you know, utilities and things like that. So there is a much, much expensive to own the Pitneybos machine. Right. We were trying to do is to provide same type of service. Yes. Very, very inexpensive. Or, I understand. But how did you how did you get the list of you know that list is if you take the, the small businesses in this country, you okay. there are a lot of mailing lists you can get. Okay. Uh, there are about 40 million or so of small mm-hmm. I, out of which the, if you have to if you can get some of those lists, many a large percentage of them have Pitney Bowes. Yeah. Okay. So we know who the our customers are. So we know how to reach them, but to change their mind because there is a tremendous inertia. There is always, you know, people don't like to, you know, when things are working, they just do it. I mean, and they don't worry about. And of course, the 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 savings are. I mean, for example, we were charging, I, I don't know. Twenty bucks or nineteen dollars or something, and they are spending about a hundred or hundred and twenty. So it depends on the priority they will sh- shift, and we have 
you know, obviously shifted quite a bit, but people still use the Windows machine. So it's a, it's not uh, that they, we have replaced it, but we that that is our target customers in, in that sense. So we started acquiring. It took some time. It is it's a slow process, but it did start happening. Of course, our uh, revenues start increasing, but we haven't uh, become profitable. I mean, the, the expenses are still more. Uh, but did, there is one thing did happen. I want to uh, uh, identify in, in a way. And during that time, because I was taking a lot of responsibility, I said, I just want to bring some professional uh, people to manage. Meaning I was running and being a CEO of the company. I, I said, I'll, I want to step down uh, and bring a, a professional CEO. See, if we brought a professional CEO to run the company. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a typical, in fact, the person, uh, his name is John Payne. He's, he's not with us. He was there only for a short time period, but he, he came on board and he started running and I, sat on the board and of course I we had a, a, you know much close relationship and I started providing a, you know certain type of things but all the executive decisions were made by uh, you know John and uh, you know the management team uh, one thing I which I still regret I just want to uh, kind of talk about we started uh, bringing employees growing quite rapidly meaning we had once as we grew we had close to 800 employees I, that was i think a mistake in my opinion but and the revenue was not so we were a lot of money and growing employees i mean thinking we'll have all kind of activities but I think that's a mistake because you should grow in conjunction with the, the revenue growth. I mean, you need to have a minimum number of employees for sure, but any kind of growth has to be in proportion to the, the growth in business activities. I think that was a, uh, an error, I mean, mistake. In fact, I, you know, the board met and we discussed and uh, uh, and convinced ourselves. Uh, the board said this is not sustainable because we, our cash flow, the expenses are really much faster to spend, and the revenue growth is significantly. So we said we should somehow rather um, reduce our staff. That means we have to go <laughs> take eight hundred. To probably 250 or 300 that means we have to get rid of 500 people i mean that's a that's a painful experience so uh, 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 that job some or other the board asked me to talk to john and say that i think we need to do something and that was a i, I don't want to go into the detail that that is something it's a learning uh, process for startup companies you have to be watchful how you grow. Otherwise, you have to do some corrections. But you know, in a way, we did the corrections in the yeah. right way. But that's a, it's a it's an experience I learned from by our own, in my opinion, a mistake. Yeah. But I I think it may be because of the 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 hope 
you'll be doing so big. So right. growth, I think it should not be. So in terms of the mindset on that, Damon, like, did you have like, is that like after you raised this, the, the 30 or the 65 or the 400, when were you, when were you, when were you personal heavy? At what point in the money was that after, happening? After we, when we had 500 million in the bank. So you feel very confident. There's a lot of money in there. I go ahead and. Yes. But that is a, that's not the way I would recommend to any right. company to do. When you have 500 million, you should keep the million, the bank. Right. And use it in a very carefully i mean you should mm -hmm. spend in a, a, a proper capital expense no question right you should spend uh, a, a properly for technology advancement no question about it you should spend very much for customer acquisition you sh that means a very good marketing so there are areas you should spend but it should be tied to the to the projected revenue opportunities in such a way that you can always bring people as you go forward. Yeah, that's it kind of it kind of sounds like um, uh, you know, somebody who won the lottery tends to not be very judicious with their money, right? So, what kind of timeline are we talking here from the like thirty million dollar raise to have a half a billion dollars in the bank? Would that happen in like two years, ten years? What kind of timeline? I would say it's about the one and a half year. Oh my gosh! So therefore. The same people who saw 30 all of a sudden saw 500. They thought they had, wow, we're already successful when it wasn't really revenue money. It was investor and stock money, right? It wasn't really. Yes. Yeah. That, is, that is a lesson. I mean, of course, that's uh, it, mm -hmm. we have learned or I have learned. Yeah. But that's something we, I would like to make sure that the new companies should right. watch out. I mean, it may look like a, a good thing to have, but you have to be careful. Otherwise, mm -hmm. We were lucky enough. We managed it, and we we were tremendously successful. Yeah. And we have done the right thing, uh, you know, in the next two right. steps. You know, in the last half hour here, I want to I want to go through as much detail as you can recall on this one thing you mentioned earlier, which was obviously having a great team. You know, having capital, good ideas, important. But you also mentioned that going to market. You know, especially when you're changing someone's behavior is one of, the, one of the most difficult things to do. So when you first launched out there with the, you know, the email lists or databases, there's that, like, what is this new thing, right? There's this um, early adopter problem that a lot of startups have. So if you could talk about the mindset and some of the strategies you guys do to educate your customers and get them on board, I think that'd be very helpful. Yes, exactly. That's a very good point. So the the concept here, the, especially in the Pitney Bowes environment, the only way you can use this if you have a Pitney Bowes machine. That means you have to lease it from them. You can't even buy it. So it's a it's a it's a it's a good technique when you have this you know only one place. I mean there are few other company have the franking machines, but Pinibos is the 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 largest, and they have uh, you know for they're the first obviously. Then, uh, but you need to have that machine, and you know they can obviously monitor because the machine has all the information. So that's uh, that's how they keep the security. But what we are doing now, you don't need any machine. You can go anywhere. You can be any office space. Every office space. See, most companies have one Pinney Bosch machine somewhere in the the some administration or 
room or something and everybody has to go there and get it franked and here what we are telling you can be in, in your computer everybody has a computer so anybody can use it so we that 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 message has to be uh, communicated and that was done it took some time and that communication and obviously we started using uh, some of the, the advertisement uh, you know obviously dropping mails and you know there are various marketing uh, techniques which you know available and we used it very effectively and the, the return on the investment have been extremely valuable yes can so we talk we, about that in more specifics though um what what year did you start doing this and what did you do? Did you just do direct mail and email or phone calls? Or what did you do to for your outreach? Okay. The, direct mail, that is there. Then we, we, we have this advertisement so that people can watch. Uh, we hired uh, TV personalities and things yeah, like that. Right. So, you know, we still have, if you look at, uh, we, we still do that uh, advertisement. And, they, they, mm -hmm. you know, it's very, we, yeah. we, we, we have a way to, the expenses we make and the return on that is all profitable, very, very good. And so there are, there are well understood marketing techniques, which are obviously, you know, I'm not good at it. That's not my knowledge. But we have uh, people, those who are well versed, and we get, you know, that's another thing we should learn. You need to have people who are experts, part of your team. That you have to bring the right, like technology, you need an expert. Legal, you need experts. You need marketing, you need experts. So the, they will design the marketing strategy, how to maximize, like social media, for example. And it's how to how do you get the social media? In fact, if you look at today, I this is I, my understanding. Stamps.com is in the the almost 100% social media that they, they, people recognize the name. I mean, I, I don't think there is any uh, um, American citizen uh, doesn't know the stamps.com because that reach, it's almost we are like, uh, we have reached as much as Coca-Cola or some, you know, some brand name. So that those type of things have to be you know, you have to make that investment. You have to make that happen. But uh, you know, I, my input to those areas are very, very limited. I uh, we have the right team, and the right team. You know, got it. Got it. Okay. Um, not on this, not on this uh, interview today. But maybe yes. you could help me out for um, an article we write or the course that we create is to get me some of the um, either people or content you, you actually used when you did go to market. That'd be really helpful for the people. Yes. Certainly, we'll yes. talk about that another time. So it wasn't your wasn't your specialty as cool because you you hired the right people and got those people got the right ad agencies and and all that stuff. That's great. That is um, yes. okay. Wonderful. So um, let's recap then, and we can uncover that part on another another call perhaps. But um, I love the I love your simplicity of the right team being number one, and uh, having obviously a, a a good idea that's going to make a difference, and of course um, that all important capital raise, and you've done several of those with Stamps.com. Um, where do you see them going in the future? Um, I'm I'm looking at you know, email is everyone's email boxes are just filled up now, and even my company is considering doing some direct mail now. So where do you see them going and growing in the future? Correct, but actually, it's, we have already made the transition, or yeah, 
changes. We, in the, okay, in this process, what mm -hmm. we have done, any company should do. Every company does, and we did. We did uh, five major acquisitions. Acquisition meaning, you know, there are two ways of growth. There is organic growth, then there is growth through acquisition. Organic growth is by acquiring customers, providing new uh, features in the product, and maybe even uh, give new products and things like that. That's a that's every company should. But then another one which people should look into: related companies. If they are successful, you you acquire them. I mean, you can acquire with the two types: paying money or uh, paying equity or a combination of both. So that's a, that's like, a you know, you have a currency. Now, so what we have done, Stamps during the last 20 plus years, we have acquired five companies. One is uh, Indicia. That's a similar company in the same market. And they were doing now, we brought them uh, on stamps.com and uh, uh, put it under one, uh, administration and they had some technology part, but we, we kind of uh, integrated everything. That's one major acquisition. The another one is ShipStation. ShipStation is a really, really growing company that is growing in the the international. In fact, they have now systems in different languages. They have it in French, Italian, uh, Spanish, and they are coming in German or many, many languages uh, for, so that people can start using the ship, ship station. That's an amazingly successful uh, growing company. I mean, of course, owned by stamps. The other one is Shipping Easy. Shipping Easy is a, similar to ship station, but it has unique certain features and it does that to, uh, depending upon. So, but here you can use stamps, you can use Indonesia, ship station or Shipping Easy, any, there are different features, but that, that that's the, then the other one is called Shipworks. Shipworks is a, for a large companies with a huge uh, number of, uh, in, in, in the primarily in the shipping area, using whether it is uh, uh, a postal service or even UPS or FedEx for Amazon. So there is a, a, that another, company. Then we also recently acquired an English company called Metapack. Metapack is a huge international company which provides various shipping services to various. So the reason is I'm just bringing that into picture. So in the growth phase, this in addition to the organic growth, you also should look at growth based on acquisition. And we, in fact, as we speak, we have over 500 million in the bank, and we of course have tremendous credit line availability. Plus we have our equity as a currency also. So we always look for uh, good companies, I mean, at the right value, and we, we if it, it matches, we would uh, acquire them. Every company should do this, and every company does. So I just want to give you that, that is one, uh, one growth phase we are looking in the in the future, and uh, and the, the the another interesting observation, we are really into just postage is there, but mostly in the shipping. The e-commerce is the the main. Like we do, even though we don't 
show as our direct revenue. Our direct revenue is like around $800 million yearly, which is, you know, may sound not that great, but we have close to 300, 350 million uh, uh, money, I mean, profitable, it's all published. I'm not providing anything, you know, uh, <laughs> confidential. This is all published information, but we do make money meaning significant amount of cash flow after all expenses. But we, our shipping value, that means if you were to do the shipping itself, it would be close to $20 billion of shipping. So it is very, very, you know, significant in relation. That's, that is very interesting. Yeah. So actually the, that's the, the volume you do. Correct. Is, is, uh, is that level, but yeah, making level and, uh, so we, we still a small percentage of the total uh, international sure. because we are not just US, we are doing international, mm -hmm. so nice. we are capturing. So, the, the, the space we are in is a is a is an amazingly growing yeah. area, and right. uh, we can we can really penetrate and we are doing it. And mm -hmm. as we I mean, of course, uh, the, the we are also doing. In, in to some extent in the cloud area so yeah. there are many opportunities for uh, the the growth of the company and i'm i'm happy to say this all started uh, based on a simple concept one day but every st startup company has to have that kind of a uh, initial beginning but with some vision over long term so where you can navigate and take it to to the, the its full potential so this, this is a, it's a, a very narrow area, but significantly useful and valuable area. So I don't know whether I addressed your you know, question clearly, Doug. Yeah, no, it's a, it's an amazing story, amazing journey. And I know that um, when, when entrepreneurs and startups look at this, we all think of the, of the unicorn, how I can become the next big thing, right? Um, the last question I have for you before we before we go is, um, do you, when you first started, right? When you had the the patent, when you first had the idea going to um, USPS with this thing, did you see where they are today back then in the nineties? I, I I wouldn't say that I I I did not see, but I did not obviously get the full picture, but I knew. One thing I knew at the time, the use of digital technology, the, mm -hmm. the commerce is changing, evolving. Mm -hmm. In fact, that's the, the whole idea of my patent is the e-commerce. So right. e-commerce is going to, and then we become a participant in the e-commerce. Right. For example, uh, we can provide like UPS as a look at UPS. Yeah. UPS is a huge company. Right. The technology which we can provide to them will enhance their operation significantly. And I think they recognize that. And uh, I, I don't know whether they have, I mean, we have an excellent relationship with UPS going through, but they haven't adopted the full our capability yet, as an example. But I knew in 96 that we are bringing that kind of technology into that, the e-commerce the, the e world. 
So I, that was clear to me. But I, the, the, of course, all these things happened today. I, I didn't see it that uh, you know specifically. So I don't know whether I answered it clearly. But I, I had that the general big vision with not the the specificity associated with that. So you saw it was going to be big. You didn't know where it was going to go, but you could see. Uh, a, a, a gray version of this colorful future that we're living in now. It's a beautiful thing. Exactly. Yeah. I, but I knew the, the digital world is growing with no doubt in my mind. I mean, that's a, without even internet being that that clear because I yes. said this bandwidth is going to go, grow like amazingly. Right. And and to, to wrap up our call today, by the way, we're going to have another one of these, maybe maybe two or three of these. But to wrap up the call, I'm going to bring our chief editor, Jen Malone, back on because Jen, Jen has been... Uh, <laughs> integral and and uh, our our most important project with you mohan is to get the stories out not just stamps.com but the future of the world right and your books coming out autobiography of an immigrant should be out in uh you know sometime in 2021 here uh, yes. it's taking us a while it's been taking us a while to craft it because oh my gosh you've got you know basically folks just so you know and jen can just test this We've got a, a real life version of Forrest Gump on the call today, right? I mean, you've 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 you know rubbed shoulders with you know. Well, we have Paul Allen. We've got the prime minister or the prime minister of uh, India. We've got uh, Bobby Kennedy. There's so many people you've run across in your life. It's an amazing story, amazing journey. Superstar of India, to right. at least to uh, leaders of India, right? The top yep. leaders. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Even so just. And Stephen Hawking, yeah, and Stephen Hawking lecture. Oh my gosh! So, um, I'm I um I can't wait to read the book again because I was involved with the interviews, but Jen has been busy editing it, and uh, we're at the tail end of that. So, um, You're doing such a beautiful job. Yeah, I'm so uh, happy. No, it's yeah. really, I mean, I mean it. I don't. This is not. I was worried. I did a lot of organization, and I was like. Let's see if um, my proposal will be approved. It's, it's going to be good. And um, we're going to have another interview when that book launches to talk about your book specifically. This is about stamps today, but uh, probably the next, you know, month or so, whenever we'll, uh, we'll do the book, the book tour. And that'll be a lot of fun to do this. So thank you so much for being on today, Mohan and Jen. Thank you so much for being such a wonderful uh, partner in all this thing. It's been a pleasure working with you on this book. So thank you. Thanks, thanks, Jen. Okay. And Jen and I work very closely, so of course we talk quite often. Yes. And thanks a lot. I learn a lot from her. So oh. fantastic. No, no, I mean it. I can do the same for you. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, we we discuss more than the book. We discuss life and the many aspects yeah. of it. So that's very, very yeah, outstanding. Thank you so much, Mohan. We'll talk to you again very, very soon. Thank you so much. You. Doug Crow with the Author Your Brand Show. Okay, bye. Bye.